Hi, I'm Cynthia Murphy. And I'm Georgia Bowers. And we are also joined by the lovely Catherine Foxfield today. Hello, Catherine. Hi, Catherine. Now, Catherine has sent us three facts about herself. Actually, one of them is not true. So I'm going to tell you what those three facts are. And then at the end of our little session, she will reveal which one is not true. Okay, so listen carefully. Catherine represented Essex at a primary school table tennis. As a kid, she was the proud owner of three Blue Peter badges. And she once appeared on the Antiques Roadshow. Hmm. What do you think? I want the table tennis one to be true. Yeah, I do. And I feel like I the think- Antiques Roadshow one might be true. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you would have been organised enough to apply for Blue Peter badges. <laughs> I can see you having like maybe one Blue Peter badge, but like having three surely is like unprecedented. <laughs> Takes it time and effort, be... that doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't give them out willy nilly, do they? I've never had one. No, <laughs> no. I think the lie is the Blue Peter badge. Yeah, me too. Badges, plural. Okay, don't tell us yet. Don't tell us yet. You can tell us yeah. at the end. Okay. Okay. So, Catherine, what are you going to tell us about today? What weird and wonderful things have you researched in the name of finishing a novel? Yeah. So, I thought I'd tell you a little bit about how to fake your own death. I figured this would, it's kind of relatable content because I think we've all kind of been there where you've accidentally texted your dad a message meant for your spouse or done that. <laughs> wave at someone and then they're not actually waving at you or you've called your boss mummy by mistake or something like that (laughs) we all need to know how to fake our own death in the event of something awful like that happening I was thinking about this for a book I was writing and it's only after I did a few of these google searches that I started thinking it's probably one of the more suspicious things that I've ever had to google how to fake your own death especially when I've also been googling things like could I kill someone with a broken violin bow or can a freshwater pike eat a cork so yeah it but it actually turned up some really interesting facts and some really stupid people as well who tried to fake their own death so a bit about that it's quite interesting I hope you think it's interesting so yeah we all know that faking your own death is something that's used in films and books and everywhere I think my favorites have you seen the film um, Double Jeopardy from back in the day with Ashley Judd yes. yeah and it's on a boat it's on Sky yeah. at the minute and I keep looking yeah. at it or on Netflix or somewhere and I keep meaning to rewatch it because the whole Double Jeopardy thing fascinates me yeah I just love premise of the husband um well I don't want to ruin it for you now but um I think it's it's been out since like 1994 (laughs) I think it's fine yeah I just love that sort of thing and then obviously Agatha Christie used it in a few of her books and then went to went on and disappeared herself for 11 days yeah but I when doing my research I discovered that faking your own death isn't only for the books and the movies and a lot of people try to do it in real life as well So most people try to uh, escape lots of debt. It's one of the reasons why you might want to fake your own debt. And uh, people get greedy with wanting the insurance payouts. So I think that's a good way to come into some money. And then obviously, if you've done something really awful, like murder someone, you're going to get caught by the police soon, then um, fake your own death, get away with it. So there's actually a book called Playing Dead, A Journey Through the World of Death Fraud, if anyone's really interested by Mm -hmm. Elizabeth Greenwood. And so she's looked into real life cases of um, people faking their death and trying to get away with it. And she actually, as part of the research for the book, faked her own death 
up to a point. So she went wow. to the Philippines and bought a death certificate on the black market that said she'd been killed in a car accident. And according to her, you can pay like tens of thousands of dollars um, to get people to sort of erase your social media trail and everything. To wow. just try, try and kill you off. I mean, I bet you can. I think money does yeah. everything, doesn't it? Like if you're rich, you can yeah. you do what yeah, you so want. Yeah, so there's a sort of bargain basement where you can just get a fake death certificate. You yeah. make your own one. But there was a guy who tried to pass off his own face, fake death certificate and had spelt a few words wrong in it. So everyone was like, come on, mate, that's not going to work. Anyway, so one of my favorite people who've tried to fake their own death is someone called John Darwin. I don't know if you've heard of him because there was an ITV documentary about him and he's been on the news as well. But um, Big canoe guy. Yeah, canoe yes. guy. He wasn't the best of people. And I think after he died or maybe when he was found out to not be dead, um, one of his colleagues was quoted as saying, people avoided him because he was so boring. And another person called him irritating and loathsome. So, I mean, can you imagine faking your own death and then coming back to your funeral or looking in the newspapers and that's what your colleagues have been saying about you? So, yeah, I don't think he was the best person. And he was in lots of debt. So him and his wife hit on this great idea, take out insurance policies on lucky old John, totaling over half a million pounds, and then fake his death in this canoeing accident, even though he'd never shown any interest in going in a canoe up until this point. Um, his wife was in on it. She was going to get all the money, but they hid it from their two two sons. So yeah. the two sons didn't know that their dad was actually alive and well, which is a little bit harsh, isn't it? Oh, yeah. um, they don't talk to him anymore. Because after yeah. I watched the ITV yeah. program, I Googled it. So they don't. <laughs> I think you'd be a bit cross. We wouldn't, would you? <laughs> no. So if you, I mean, if you want to fake your own death, you need to be able to walk away from your own life. But John Darwin believed he was too clever for this. So after he'd faked his own death, he grew a big beard, bought a hat and started walking with a limp. And then he went back home, thought no one would recognise him. He moved into the bedsit next to his marital home and um, they knocked a little secret passageway through so they could keep living together. Um, And people kept spotting him around town and they're like, John, is that you? And he's like, no, no, no. Um, (laughs) And he honestly thought he was going to get away with this, like living with his wife as before. But eventually it got all too much and he tried to claim amnesia and go back to his old life. But there were all these photos of him from holidays he'd been on with his wife post-death. So he went to prison for six years and his wife went to prison and it was all all a big mess. I think if you do want to fake your own death, you have to be willing to leave your whole life behind. You can't go back and move in with your wife. Don't um, live next door. No, <laughs> don't oh, No, door. it's probably, it's just not the best, is it? No. No. So, I mean, he used one of the most reliable ways of faking his own death, drowning, because you need a way of tricking people into believing that the body's just vanished. So what you can do is you can either vanish at sea like he did or do what Elizabeth Greenwood did and get this fake death certificate. I think in some parts of the world, there are black market morgues where you can buy ashes of a cremated corpse and try and pass them off as your own. Don't know how that works. What a um, weird thing to do. <laughs> I know it's odd, isn't it? How do you get into that as well? If you're like thinking, what should, what do I want to do with my career? I'm going to sell ashes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's something that you get like recommended <laughs> to do at school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I think that's an accidental job. 
yeah you just fall into it <laughs> yeah <laughs> cool view, isn't it it's like um, yeah so another good story I found was this hedge fund manager called Sam Israel III and he faked his own suicide by writing a suicide note in the dust on his car which I feel like is a really nice nice thing to do I just in the dust yeah I just like wrote it with his finger I think well I think it rained trying to be dramatic I don't know right, yeah I mean, he is not, he'd I just have this image of this suicide note and then a massive cock next to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've written clean me and drawn a massive cock. <laughs> That's really it. But yeah, I mean, he'd lost half a billion dollars of investor money um, in various dodgy deals. So he was going to go to prison. So he thought he'd jump off a bridge and leave this dusty suicide note. But he gave himself up a month later. Another guy, Patrick McDermott, he faked his own drowning, which could have worked, but he had a bit of an ego. So he kept Googling himself and visiting his own memorial page on Facebook. And um, eventually he got found out because he just couldn't walk away. Um, <laughs> that would be me. That would 100% be me. <laughs> Are my books selling better because I'm yeah. dying? <laughs> Can you imagine coming back and sneaking into your own funeral, though, and there's only a few people there and they're all saying, oh, she was a bit irritating. And no, I know. Like, or you oh. Google yourself and you've gone to, like, New York Times number one bestseller and you can't do anything <laughs> about it. Yeah, where's all the money going? Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was another story where someone had faked their own death and an insurance company suspected that they weren't really dead. So they sent a private investigator on their trail and... Um, this private investigator staked out all of these coin collecting conventions because this guy had really been into old coins and he just couldn't leave that bit of his life behind. And he started turning up at them again and got caught. So, wow. Oh dear. It's not very good really, is it? So, what yeah, cool job it would to be, be that private investigator. Cool, to hang around coin conventions for days. Well, that's true. <laughs> so yes, if you want to fake your own death, you need to plan it. You need a lot of money. And you need to stockpile it and dissolve it carefully before you die. Otherwise, people will be suspicious. You won't be able to go back to your old job. I suppose you could reinvent yourself as a romance author or something or something completely the opposite to what you did before. You need your convincing way of dying, such as uh, drowning. And then you need to be able to cut your ties with your old life so that you won't get caught. So, yeah, I thought it's quite cool. I was trying to write a character who'd faked their own death in my in one of the books I'm writing at the moment. And I was trying to go for the passing the body off or someone else's body off as your own, trying to find ways to make it unidentifiable, hence the searching about freshwater pike and seeing if they would eat a corpse, which I'm not sure they would, but I might put it in the book anyway. There must be something that would eat a corpse, though, a corpse. There must be something. I think a pike would nibble on it because they do eat carrots. But, um, and it depends how long it's, it's been underwater, I suppose. Yeah, I might do some more Googling. And she had a great white somewhere or some piranhas. <laughs> yeah, maybe in some sort of safari park zoo aquarium type thing. Yeah. There was a really weird advert doing the rounds a couple of years ago. You know, sometimes around Christmas time, they share Christmas adverts from different parts of the world. And there was this one, you might have seen it, and it was this really old man on Christmas Day, like celebrating Christmas Day all alone, you know, sort of turkey dinner for one and going, you know, sitting and watching the Queen's speech all alone. And it was really sad. And then the next year, all of his family members got letters to attend the funeral because he passed away and everything. 
And so they all go along to the funeral and they're all gathering and they're all pleased to see each other. And it's around Christmas time again. And then the old man walks in. He's like, hey, I'm not dead. I'm here. And it was, I think it was like a sort of, I don't really know what the message was. I think he was a bit like, you know, make the most of your family while you still can. But it was so morbid for a Christmas advert. I can't even remember what it was for. It might have been insurance or something. I don't know. That is weird. Yeah, but it was really weird. Really were weird. Were family there for the inheritance or were they there? Yeah, it was really, really weird. And if but, no one's seen him for that long, he doesn't seem like he's very nice. So he's walking no. like, hi guys. <laughs> Not really dead. Not really dead. <laughs> Just trying to get you to come and visit me once in a while. Oh, Oh, thank you, Catherine. Um, Yeah, thank you. Do you want to tell us which one of your facts was not true? So you guys were actually wrong. I do have three blue Peter badges. I was quite a swat when I was little. So I have a normal. What did you get them for? So I got oh, I got the first one in a competition, and then I also got um, a green environmental one and a silver one for. Oh, a silver one. Yeah, I mean, it's the actual badge is blue with silver on it. It's not quite as cool as you'd think it would be, but um, yeah. So I did not have real silver. silver. The the fake one was the badminton one. I'm not very sure. Which one? The badminton. Oh. The table tennis. I can't remember what I said. Table tennis. Table tennis. Yeah, that one was <laughs> oh. fake. That was a nice. See, that's a good fake one because it's quite boring. It is. Yeah. So I think yeah. you just assume it's true. Why would someone lie about that? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where can we find you if we want to find out more stuff, um, Catherine? Can, are you on Instagram? Yes, Twitter and Instagram as uh, K Foxfield. So you can come and find me. And when's your next book out? Got a book out on the 7th of July called Tag Your Dead. It's about a live streamed game of tag in augmented reality London that goes a bit wrong because Ooh. three of them contestants are there for other reasons than the prize sounds exciting i will tag a pre-order link into our show notes for you tag huh (laughs) (laughs) okay thank you for joining us thank you for having me and we'll see you next time browser history deleted